This is Allie. And this is Sage. And this is us on the This Too Much podcast. Yay! I forgot I pressed record and then I went to take a sip of water and I was like, oh no. (laughs) That was like me last episode that we recorded. I kept like trying to take a sip of my coffee, but then you would be like almost done with saying what you were. (laughs) I'd be like, wait, I have to respond. Do this hand motion. (laughs) Keep going. Okay, I survived. My coffee's gone. Or I can do this thing called edit it out. <laughs> True. True. Uh, so it's yeah. Vegas, baby. Woo! Have you ever been to Vegas? No. Me neither. I don't know if I'd like Vegas. I want to go for like one time, but like I don't like gambling. I don't either. And I don't really care about strippers. <laughs> so like me neither. Here's okay. Here's why I would like to go to Vegas. So Elise Myers over the weekend went to Vegas for 24 hours. They lost all of her luggage, the poor girl, but she went to meet the Jonas brothers. Kevin Jonas invited her out there. But right now um, the Jonas brothers are playing shows exclusively in Vegas, like every night. Katy Perry does that. Adele does that. I'd go see a show. So I'd go see a show. Yeah. And then the other thing that she did while she was there is they went to a buffet, a Vegas buffet. Oh, and I want to do that too. So here's too. (laughs) you know what I love about a good casino? Well, I know in Vegas, I think you get free alcohol at the casino also, but that doesn't happen in Pennsylvania, but they do have free soda in Pennsylvania. And there's nothing I love more than like just walking around the casino, people watching and drinking a soda. Like free diet coke i'm in okay <laughs> yeah free diet it. coke diet coke if you're listening how many times do sage and i have to mention you before you sponsor us or come on the show it's so good uh, diet coke on the show <laughs> yeah, just a little diet coke <laughs> listen diet coke's been on the show more than they, they yeah, it is it's true no one can see what we drink while we're recording <laughs> most most of these episodes have been sponsored by diet coke they just don't know it Good times. Also, the recap for this episode was traumatizing because I didn't press skip recap fast enough. Oh no, I didn't watch it. Oh, it was a lot. Well, so here's my thing for this being such a filler episode, which I do feel like it mostly is, with the exception of the first like three minutes and the last two. Um, it was a lot of like, like, which I understand. I'm wondering if this episode came back after a break. Mm. of a couple weeks because it like was like here's what's happening with Deja here's what's happening with Randall also here's this part about Kevin in a movie which makes sense because then all of this is a callback but I was like oh this is a very traumatizing like episode for people like I was like please stop showing me all this depressing stuff interesting fascinating I am happy that this is a pretty lighthearted episode in comparison to what we've been dealing with lately yeah. Do you know what I love though? I love that like even on like fillery episodes like this though, they love to like spend like the last two minutes on something major. That's yeah. how they keep you coming back. Yes, I know. I yes, I agree with you. Like you're like, oh, 
what a fun episode where we talk about some relationships and they're in Vegas, but like really nothing's going on. And then boom. Yeah. Yep. It's true. Even even it's like, this is us wrecking my life since 2016. Oh my God. Can we get this too much podcast shirts? Oh my gosh. Yes. I think we should. And then we can wear them and maybe more people will listen. Yes. Okay. I'm in. Great. We're going to sell merch for the four people listening. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make Nick wear one too. Okay. Great. I'll make my Nick wear one. Perfect. Can it have like, Nick will be like, don't listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Oh, so good. Okay. All right. Would you like to give us a stage synopsis? Yes. So this is season two, episode 16, Vegas, baby. Uh, It says, Jack and Rebecca celebrate their anniversary, minus Jack's customary grand gesture. The extended family gathers in Las Vegas for Kate and Toby's bachelorette and bachelor parties. That's pretty much what happened. (laughs) Pretty much. They leave out the danger part completely, though. Yep. The most important part they leave out. But they don't want. No, they don't want us to know. I know. I know. I know. You know. I know, but like the last episode, well, I guess it wasn't last episode. No, it, that's the thing Super is it was too, yeah. Yeah, and they do that so well. Like they love to like, here's a huge thing and we're not going to get to it for a couple episodes right. or sometimes a couple seasons. Yeah, that's that's very true. <laughs> and you're like, wait, we talked about this so long ago. What happens? But the show. So with that, let's get into the episode. First, yeah. we see the Pearsons, Jack and Rebecca, they're bowling. Yeah. I personally don't like bowling that much. I also hate bowling. <laughs> we are like I, the same person. I don't know if it's because, well, first of all, my whole thing is if I'm going out with people, I want to be able to socialize and having to stand up and sit down every five seconds is like not fun to me. I get you know? that. Yeah. I see. Here's my thing is I and you know this about me, but I am just such a talker. Like yeah, sit and talk me to too. me for hours. Exactly. I don't over like, some drinks. I don't need to play games. I hate <laughs> that. Like I hate going. I'm like, an observer. You know, too. from being at my house where everybody's like, play Mario Kart, play the game. And I'm like, no, I, I love it here. Like, there's been a few times where I've been to Allie's house and there's like a, a small group of people or whatever. And it's really Sage is being kind. It's literally Sage with my siblings and Nick. (laughs) Like just like yeah. I mean, yeah, give or take a person or two. Um, but there (laughs) but there's been like times where Nick and whoever else is there, like they all play a game, and then Allie and I just sit there and talk (laughs) and watch. (laughs) I mean whatever is going on with the game. I used to have a really big sectional. This is like TMI for everybody. And Sage and I would like sit in the corner of the the sectional (laughs) alone. And I don't have the sectional anymore, so we can't do it. But like Sage and I would be in like the big snuggly piece of the sectional, just like snuggling and talking. <laughs> We'd just be chatting and everybody would be like, are you sure you don't want to turn? And I'd be like, no, no, like really, please take my turn. Like, it's okay. Sometimes we'd get forced to play though. That I was know. Never fun. I hate when that happens. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sage and I are those people at a party, just so you know. I'm in the corner with Sage talking to my cats. Well, yeah, don't, don't ask me to play games. Like I'm there for you. I'm not there for entertainment. I do love a good game once in a while. Like 
if it's like chill, but like not something like bowling, like not out, not that. Yeah. I've come to the conclusion. There's like this thing they call it like comfort gaming or something. That's what I like. Like when I'm by myself and I'm like doing nothing, like if I'm listening to a podcast or an audiobook, yeah. like I'll sit there and play Sims for like hours. Oh my God. Sims but had such a chokehold on me when I was younger. Me too. Me that too. Rosebud G code. I got all the monies. <laughs> and then, wait, now, did you know Sims is free to download onto any computer now? I did hear that too bad. This computer barely will run Zoom. Here's the thing is, I'm like, I don't want to destroy my computer by downloading such a big game onto it, but right. maybe someday I'll play Sims I again. Would. Well, when you get a new laptop, you could just use this laptop specifically for Sim playing. You know, I've thought about this. I'm not getting a laptop anytime soon, but this has been in the back of my mind for a long it. time. I get it. Because I anyway. want a new laptop specifically just for podcasting. I get it. <laughs> Oh, sorry guys. So the Pearsons are bowling. They apparently <laughs> love to bowl. <laughs> Jack and Rebecca are very into it. They're bowling. It's their it's their anniversary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rebecca gives Jack this very thoughtful gift, might I add. I thought of it was like very all of these drawings that are like bound together, which I think is so thoughtful. And then all of a sudden the lights go down and it's like disco ball city. And they're like, go to lane age because the Pearsons are going to get funky and dance. And I, I just have to say, I thought that was pretty cringe to be completely honest with you. Really? I, was I like, mean, not, I loved Rebecca's gesture more than Jack's in this mm-hmm. instant. Interesting. In this instant. I thought that they were pretty equal, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. I thought that, I think it depends on like, the situation I guess like I think that like small small groups you know maybe it would have been like not as embarrassing yeah I just I'm not like a PDA gal so like doing something like that dancing I know but like it's very dancing is intimate though too like yeah in my living room sure dancing like a goofball absolutely but like not like intimately with like the person you're in love with I don't know yeah I got engaged in public. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I did. Oh, man. <laughs> At a restaurant. Oh, man. I know. But nobody <laughs> nobody saw. Oh, it was okay. like very it was like just very private. Like he didn't make a big deal out of it. That's like what I that like. Sounds I like find. Nick. That's if you would have said he made a huge deal out of it and did karaoke, I would have been like, whoa, that's so out of Nick's comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. It was like in between ordering dinner and when our dinner arrived, I don't even think that the waiter even knew. That's and then we were, know. we were way too excited to eat when our meal came. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we like asked for most of it to get boxed. <laughs> that's so cute. That's yeah. a sweet story. Yeah. Got engaged at a park. <laughs> no that's sweet too no but here's the thing is like I think that like being in public is not not necessarily the issue I think it's like the attention right if there's like a lot of attention which I guess maybe there probably was at this bowling alley unless maybe the bowling alley was like pretty empty anyway right I'm gonna be honest being on the kiss cam is my biggest fear in life (laughs) (laughs) don't put me on there like yeah, I, I get it. Make out with this person in private, not in front of a million people. Thanks. <laughs> no, I, I, I do get it. I get it. I know. I know. It's my worst fear. But um, then we see. Go ahead. Their fourth anniversary. Yeah. 
And Rebecca gives Jack a hammer with his name on it. I think that's very sweet though. Like, I feel like people don't, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'm going to rock everybody's world, but I cannot believe that Rebecca doesn't get more credit for her gifts because they are also thoughtful just in a different way. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think that she's very practical. I think that's the thing is she's a practical gift giver, which is fine. I'm also good. I'm obsessed with practical gifts. Yeah, me too. I love everywhere. Love a good time. I got this really cool flashlight for Christmas. That's a flashlight, a seatbelt cutter, a window breaker, and I've seen these, a strobe yeah. light thing. And I'm like, yes. I yeah. my other worst fear is having my car go into the water and not being able to get my seatbelt or the window broken. Oh my gosh. The kiss cam and that. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? Okay. Another another little side tangent. Did I ever tell you about my dad? We just were talking about dads making us drive. Um, like a few months ago, I was visiting my brother and my parents were driving in front of me. Okay. And I was like driving behind them. I don't remember why we were all like driving in separate cars. Uh-huh. But I was like driving behind them and it had flooded earlier that day. There was like flash flooding. My dad, you have to know everybody. My dad drives like a big like Ford F-150 pickup truck. And I or drive a listening. We love you. Come on the show. Sponsor us. Yeah. Sponsor us. I will definitely, if you give me a car, <laughs> we'll definitely talk about it as an ad on this podcast. <laughs> um, Nick also has an F-150 Ford and you're his favorite. We have a lot of bandanas for our dog. Yeah. See, okay. So, so, you know, they're big trucks. Right. And my my car is a tiny like little sedan right like five inches off the ground maybe and there's like at least two foot of water and my dad drives through it first and then he calls me and he says okay you can drive through this too you just can't stop He's like, it won't, it will, like, it'll be fine, but you can't like stop in the middle of it. Like you have to keep going. Oh my like God. he's like, don't put, take your foot off the gas. So I had to drive through this. It's like splashing up to onto my windshield. It was so high. Oh my God. I know. I'm like, why don't we go a different route? Scary, <laughs> scary. That's like scary such a dad, dad thing. To it is to such a dad stuff. Oh my God. But I do think Rebecca's gifts are also lovely. Jack gives her a piano that fourth anniversary. Yeah. Which is beautiful. Agreed. Also a beautiful gesture. Like, mm-hmm. and then we get to their anniversary. I don't know what anniversary it is. Maybe like 10th because the kids are like eighth, eight. Yeah. Yeah. They're married for like 21 years. Well, or something. So I would say, okay, so the fourth, she was pregnant. Okay. So I don't know. Do you think that would be six or seven? Maybe. So yeah, I'd say 10, 11, something like that. Okay. That makes more sense. Okay. But she is pregnant. So the whatever anniversary this is, 10th, 11th, Mm -hmm. they wake up and she's like, Jack, you're not going to do grand gestures, right? Like we're just going to like, stay home. Patrick Swayze's not going to pop out of my closet, like all of this stuff. And he's like, no, I didn't plan anything. And she's like, me neither. And they're just like laying in bed. And then she's like, he's like kids in bed by eight 30. And then we'll be in bed too, watching the commish. <laughs> I had to know 
what the commish was. <laughs> I had to. Um, so I looked it up. It looks like something your family would have watched. <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean by that yet. <laughs> uh, okay. So the commish is a dramedy, a more comedy than drama. Okay. Not, ran from 91 to 96. Okay. Michael Chiklis is the star, which anybody who has watched the Fantastic Four, the, the original ones, he's the thing. Okay. Um, and he was also in, oh my God, I forget what the show was called. It was a really good cop show, not the commish, but um, he is a police officer. He has to like deal with these like situations. So it's like kind of a situational comedy drama okay. and it does look like a comedy your family would have watched. Gotcha. Uh, like, like kind of like who's the boss or like, um, uh, what's that one you watched with Michael J. Fox? What is that? Oh, um, family ties. Yes. It looks like something like that to me. Gotcha. Like I watched the intro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I couldn't get through it cause it was so cringe. Yeah. My There's parents no- are really into like, even yeah. now, like those, like everybody loves Raymond, like those kind of things. Yeah. yeah. Well, now they're like even more into like, I would say like the Chicago PD, Chicago yeah. Fire. Oh, my parents too. Like, Blue Bloods. Yes. <laughs> Blue Bloods with like all of those. Yeah. SWAT. Like they're into right. all those. Yeah, yeah. The worst. Um, no offense to my parents or sages, but it's true. It looks like. Just a- not my cup of tea. No. But I do want to tell you that Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 30%. TV Guide gave it a 50%. But IMDb gave it a 7.1. Which I always IMDb think, is usually wrong. I uh, was just going to say that. I feel like IMDb is normally the worst of them because yeah. sometimes people are like, this is a masterpiece. And I'm like, who yeah. rates this? Who? Yeah. I would say Rotten Tomatoes is generally the most accurate. Yes. But the problem was that was the critic score and there was, there was no score for people. So I don't know how the show lasted on TV from 91 to 96 with no people watching it. Interesting. Well, Jack and Rebecca were watching it. They were watching the commish. <laughs> so that's what they're going to do tonight. They're going to watch the commish and just have like a low key, a low key time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we see Randall and Beth and they're opening the door for Deja. Um, and she tells them that she needs money for rent and heat and again, I just like to point out that Deja's being the adult in this situation, right? Yeah. Randall's face in this scene pains pains me. Yeah. He's like so upset. Like the emotion on his face is like disappointed, upset, angry, sad. Yeah. Like it's all of these things. And Sterling K. Brown does such a good job of like having all of that on his face. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I like the randall deja storyline in this episode to be honest i like them the whole way through it just gets so much better that's not a spoiler guys deja's gonna be here for a while i think it's like evident at this point that she's sticking around and then randall tells her you don't wait for the heat to turn off you Mm -hmm. need to tell us before that yeah i also i think that beth and randall we're the bigger people here because they could have called the social worker. They absolutely could have. I also like Beth in the scene because she's being a quiet, she's being quiet, but like strong where she's like doing the physical comforting of Deja and is just like holding on mm-hmm. to her. Right. And then Randall gets like real hyped up at one point in time. And Beth's like, we cannot do this. 
you have to calm down. Here are the ramifications yeah. of what you're saying. Like, yeah, I just, I like them as parents in this situation. And with Deja, I like this scene a lot. I agree. What I think is depressing is the next part where poor Randall keeps looking at his phone all yeah. the time because I feel so bad because this is like a tick almost of his. Yeah. Or like he gets so obsessed with something. Yeah. And, and even for it to happen. And Beth says we can like assume that. So that was the Super Bowl that happened. So like we can assume it's like March now because Beth says yeah. it's like weeks later. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. And I, I love that like they're getting ready for Las Vegas and Beth goes, where are the matching piles? Where is everything? Where's your impression? Yeah. And, um, and I'm matching piles, girl. I am Randall when it comes to packing. I'm a psychopath. I, I love packing. Me I, too. Organization is one of my favorite oh, things, Nothing makes me feel better than organizing something. I agree. <laughs> I'm looking forward to cleaning out my fridge later. Guys. I believe it. Like, that's how I feel about it. Um, and then... Beth's like, I just need this. I need this. Yeah. I've been stressed out. I love when she's like, I am now, I have a full-time job. We're trying to foster. I am now in charge of a tenant building because you saw a mural and imagined a cat. <laughs> it's so good. I loved that line. I thought it was so funny. Yeah. I think it's funny. So I do think it's interesting that they said that, or Beth said that he imagined the cat. I know. That's not what I got from like watching that episode. I got that we're just seeing like the life of the cat. Yeah, me too. Like, I I, didn't think it was like an imaginary, like, I don't want it to be because I want that cat to be safe with that little boy. So I'm just like, it's not. Okay. Which I do think we were, but I feel like as the audience, like, yes, maybe that was like what Randall was thinking about and stuff. However, I just think that, I mean, I feel like it's probably true. He's a, he's a scrappy cat that like knows how to survive and goes to other people. Like Lloyd said in that episode, he went to who needed him. Right. So I choose to believe that Beth thinks that he made that up, but he really didn't. And like, we were seeing Clooney's life. Why would there be a whole episode about it? Like, I know (laughs) it isn't. And it was important to William too. Like, So to me, like, that's almost insulting. Like, I like the line. I think it's funny, but like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. audience, I would be insulted if I watched that whole thing. And now you're saying we all imagined a cat together. No. Yeah, I agree. I just thought that's what I w- wanted to comment on. Cause I didn't think it was imagining. I don't even know. think her name is Elizabeth. It's something else, but <laughs> I'm just like, no, no, don't want it. Um, then we see madison planning a magic bike live show for kate's bachelorette party i first of all i love madison so much i do too i also love these nicknames she gives to toby hey little toblerone by toby bryant and i love toby saying under his breath oh god i hate you (laughs) i also love though that he's like toby bryant that one wasn't too bad yeah it wasn't um I do feel like he picked the wrong suit because I would want Frank Sinatra oceans. Yes. In Vegas. Yes. Frank Sinatra. Yes. Is the- I don't know. I just was like, I liked that suit better when he showed it to Kate. Like, I just felt like it was more Vegas, but then, yes. But then when he was wearing, ultimately he wasn't wearing either. I know. That's what I was like. Never mind. What he was wearing was super Vegas. In my opinion. It was very Toby too. Like Toby's flashy, but like very fashion forward. I like Toby. I like I Toby's too. fashion. I do too. Yeah, I agree. 
we also find out that Toby has a brother in this scene. Mm -hmm. Um, And he can't come. And he can't come. And he made so many excuses before he even got on the phone, which is sad. Yeah. And I don't think we ever see Toby's brother ever. Um, I don't think we do. I don't know, to be honest. There's a lot of siblings that we never see. Maybe in the wedding, but I don't know. Maybe. Um, And then Kate makes a comment where she's like, yeah, I have to hang out with Beth. She's like, I don't even know anything about Beth. And Toby's like, I'm so excited to hang out with your brothers. But also I invited a bunch of like nerds and scraped the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Which to be fair, the nerds seemed very nice. (laughs) They did seem nice. I also thought it was funny that Toby's like, I love Beth. Because at this point we know that Beth and Toby have a relationship from hanging out with Miguel at the bar. I didn't even think about that. That was also in the recap, by the way. Okay, was it? Yeah. yeah, it makes sense because so obviously, like Toby has a good relationship with Beth now, and he's right. like, I love hanging out with Beth. Like, why don't I take Beth and you take Randall? Yeah, <laughs> and he's so like, No, I want to be friends with your brothers. Like, yeah, you know. And I get why Kate's like, a li- I always get really awkward around people I don't know. Yeah. Well, but like, what I think is so weird is like they've her and Beth as we'll find out later have now known each other for 20 years because Beth and Randall met in college right after Jack mm-hmm. died I, I think we kind of already thought. know that a little bit I right? thought we did too but I couldn't remember yeah but like um yeah Beth's been around a long time a long time like not as long as Sophie Sophie has it because of five year like being like they were like five when they met but right Beth has been around for a long time so it's just exactly. interesting and you think I just think about this too and we can talk about Kate and Beth scene later but like it is kind of weird they're both girls right they're both women mm-hmm. who lost their fathers you think there would have been more bonding going on yeah that's true they lost them in very different ways but like both daddy's girls which we come to find out yeah that's true that's definitely just true. interesting and then we briefly see a scene of Jack making pancakes. And I have a very important question for you. Yes. Pancakes or French toast for you? Ooh, okay. Ooh, this is tough. Um, I think pancakes, hmm. but you know those like frozen French toast sticks? Oh my God, those are so good. <laughs> I love those. So like I all that sugar on top of them. Yes. Like, mm. I would pick those over pancakes. <laughs> but I think I'd pick pancakes over French toast. Oh, that's amazing. I like would never pick pancakes ever. Really? Yeah, I don't. I, they're like fine to me. You know, every single time I go to like a diner, I order chocolate chip pancakes. I know you do. I've seen you do it several <laughs> times. I was pretty sure I knew the answer to the question before I even asked it, but. I don't love pancakes. Like I, you know, when I love pancakes, my mom is like a big holiday lady, but like, for some reason she's like, miss, like, you feel like you got whacked over a head with a Valentine Valentine's day card every Valentine's day, because the woman was like t- putting like little conversation hearts all over your door that she made that said like, oh. I love you. You are great. Stuff like that. But then you'd come downstairs and there'd be like, pancakes that were pink shaped like hearts okay Aww, that's and that's cute. the only time I really like pancakes is when yeah. my mom makes them and they're shaped like hearts but that's like to me it's not the pancake it's the nostalgia of yeah. the pancake that's fair okay yeah but like I would pick french toast over pancakes any day but are you a sweet or savory breakfast type of person I'm more of a safe like if I'm going out to eat breakfast 
Mm -hmm. I really, and I think it's just like me. I like starting the day off with something like hearty, like, like eggs and like toast and bacon, like something that's going to keep me full and like energized. So like normally I don't like normally pick French toast all the time, but like French toast is like, if I want something sweet, I want French toast. Right. Or like a crepe because crepes are, crepes are different than pancakes. Yeah. I'll give you that. Full of fruit. I like a good, but see, I like savory crepes. Ew. Ew. Sage. What? So gross. Or <laughs> I do like, like a, like a smoked salmon-y type of breakfast, yeah. but I think I'd more often I'd choose sweet breakfast over savory. Really? Like if I went out to breakfast, like my normal go-to is like two eggs over easy with toast and, um, with like toast bacon and sometimes like, um, breakfast potatoes, home fries. Like I love mine is always chocolate chip pancakes. Yeah. It's my go-to unless they don't have chocolate chips. And then I'm like devastated. I don't know if this is like a Pennsylvania thing, but I never even call eggs over easy. Like I order them that way, but I always call them dippy eggs eggs. or or I call them like eggs in a basket, which is what they're called at Cracker Barrel. Like it's like they cut the middle of the toast out and fry the egg in there. So it's like, you're eating it. Like it's an egg in a basket. No, that is, that is a um, Pennsylvania thing. A Pennsylvania Dutch thing. So good. So So good. good, But agreed. Yeah. So Jack's making pancakes though. chocolate chip pancakes and, um if you guys can't tell this is a filler episode um <laughs> he's making chocolate chip pancakes and the kids are like oh my god you're not doing anything fun and jack's like no we're taking it easy and kevin's face like there's like a level of concern a little bit like you can tell from the beginning yeah. a little I bit didn't, like really notice it too much i you know, like I was like, oh, why is Kevin like, I didn't remember this, like why he was like, so I kind of did. But then I was like, I, I remember him thinking they were getting divorced, Mm -hmm. but I forgot it was because of Sophie's parents. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Jack's like, no. And then the kids are like, Hey, we can make you stuff for your anniversary. Let us cook you dinner. And Jack's like, okay. And then Rebecca's like, did you do this? And Jack's like, nope. I just raised these kids (laughs) (laughs) and then they're off. They're off to make their parents a special day. Yeah. Um, our next scene that we see is Beth hanging out the sunroof of the car. This would have been a great episode to showcase Beth to Grant, by the way. I thought that halfway through. We should have. That would have been great. Yeah. I know. Um, I love Beth hanging out of the limo roof. I loved this. And she like comes down she's like <laughs> talking to Randall and she's like, we should take ecstasy. We should, <laughs> we should like, take ecstasy and go see the magician who got his face ripped off by a tiger. Yes. yes. <laughs> and Randall's, Randall's like ignoring her, like all of her comments. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I feel like I should call Deja. I know. Like, and Beth's like, rightfully so. Beth is like, this is a deja free zone. Yeah. And I think my problem here is like, I don't, I think it's so bizarre that Randall says she's like all head. I also thought this was weird too, because it's so weird. And I know later we meet Beth's mom. Okay. Who is all head. Yes. But I don't feel that way about Beth at all. I don't, I don't either. And I don't know, like if maybe it's where 
we are we just haven't like we know a lot more about Beth I guess but I I feel like watching this the first time I thought this was ridiculous yeah I don't know I I also think that sometimes Randall has a tendency to like speak before he thinks about like how it'll impact other people no I totally agree and I think there's a difference between being all head and all heart like and Beth being a little bit more realistic and grounded because sometimes Randall is not grounded as far as like realism go you know what I mean yeah well and I was also gonna say like I think that to an extent um Beth has to be more like head than Randall and like maybe that's not what she wants to be but she just has to be because otherwise like they'd be jumping off the deep end together. Absolutely. Like, and I think she does it to protect Randall also. Yeah. Like, Beth I is agree. not looking at it just from Beth. She's looking at it from all on how it affects everyone in her house. Like a mother would like, yeah. like a good mom does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I say good mom because sometimes Rebecca doesn't do this. <laughs> like, um, just saying, <laughs> And then we are with Kevin, I think. Yes. And he's in his hotel room and yeah, he's, he's talking to Vegas 50 times. <laughs> yes. This this was cute. This was like a cute little scene to me. He's like I thought so too. I felt like he was being a little bit condescending though at first. Maybe. Yeah. To nice the nice lady that has the towels. What was her name? Rowena? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. I do think though, like, I don't know as though he meant to be condescending. No, I don't think he meant to, but I feel like the scene comes off that way. Yeah. I think he just lives in his own world. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is like, why didn't they take the alcohol out of the room? Yeah. I mean, and I thought that's where he was going with this, to be yes, honest. Me with too. You. But then he said to her, he's like, it's going to be there. And he's like, when you come to clean this room tomorrow, it's going to be there. I'm going to leave you a tip. It's going to be a whole thing. Um, But he like said, he's like, it's going to be there, you know? And I think like sometimes like putting something like that out into the world, like holds you accountable. Yes, I agree. I don't think it's like a bad, a bad scene. I just feel like for sanity purposes, like later he spirals a little bit. Yeah. I also I liked that they kind of like did this like reminder of his like sobriety because like I didn't really think about it too much until this scene where I was like oh my gosh like Vegas is like alcohol yeah it's sin it's sin personified exactly (laughs) no exactly like that is Vegas so like I feel like for somebody like Kevin who is newly sober yeah like that's a lot to handle this is gonna be a really difficult trip Yeah. yeah Yeah, I agree. And then we see everyone next. Mm-hmm. Everyone's there. Everyone looks so sharp. Loving it. I like Beth's outfit. Like I could never I pull something like outfit. that off, but I was like, yes, 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 yes. I like Kate's dress. I was going to say that too. I also liked Kate's dress. Me too. I loved Toby's coat. Suit. He looked so sharp. Coat. Yes. I, um, I also like the song that they chose that Maroon 5 song. That's just like fun. Like yeah Yeah, I thought it was fun I mean (laughs) I'm Levine it was yeah I don't please do not come on the show um yeah I I, didn't age well (laughs) no I thought I like this song because it's not what they normally pick which they normally pick more like 
deeper cuts. They normally pick deeper yeah. cuts for the show, which I enjoy, but I also enjoy just fun out there music like this song. So I thought yeah. it was a good choice for like a Vegas fun scene. Yeah. But everyone's having fun. And then Madison pulls out this shirt. I'm not going to repeat what it says, but it, but it, it said, I love Moby Dick. Yeah. Yes, it did. It said, I love Moby Dick. And that's what it said. Madison has such a good sense of humor. She's so funny. She's so funny. I would like to point out that the one lady from, I like how, by the way, Kate called her weight loss group a support group. It's not, it's a bunch of diet culture trash, but thank you so much. (laughs) Beth is is lovely to everyone, but I, I want to point out the one lady that's at the party is the lady who threw Wendy's out her car window. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Don't be friends with a little litterer. But here's the thing is like, they were, um, doing like, I think they were like pulling like the weirdest people out as like a way to be like, okay, like, you know, Kate and Toby have no friends. Like they need to find. (laughs) Toby does say at the beginning, we're so (laughs) codependent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Like literally um, Kate who hated Madison like three episodes ago, like Madison is planning the bachelorette. I know. I know. Thank goodness for Madison. Cause can you imagine like asking somebody that you like were super rude to, and then we're nice to one single time (laughs) to be like the person that plans your bachelor. Who's actually a lovely human being. She is. Yes. But like they, they've been friends for like what? Like a day. Yeah. Well, I don't know. How long has it been now? Okay, a few weeks. A few months, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But like, yes, I agree with you. God bless Madison. She's a nice, she's a good egg. And I don't remember liking her this much at the beginning. And maybe it's because we like see her fleshed out a little bit. Yeah. I love her. I enjoy her company on the show. I think she like brings a bit of fun to the show. She does. Like she doesn't take herself too seriously. And and we do get into more serious topics with Madison, like later, honestly. But well, and we already have to an extent, you know, we've already found out like she's got an eating disorder and right. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. And then we flash back to the babies, not really like 10 year olds, but Kevin is making (laughs) dinner and he tells Jack to get his head in the game. Get it in the game. I think maybe Kevin is so cute in this episode. And he's making Cornish hens. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Me too. It's very Gilmore Girls. Not to bring that up. Not to slide (laughs) that in here. But (laughs) Relevant. (laughs) Fine. My mom made Cornish hens one time and I was so freaked out that I would not eat it. (laughs) It's a little tiny chicken. It is a little (laughs) tiny chicken. Yes. Yes. And then baby Randall and Kate go to the library. Yes. And I love like this super tiny little moment where you see like Kate and like such admiration of like Randall and like Randall's like, he's like the cool bird. He's He's a really big, big dork. Every single kid coming out of that library. He does. I love this. I think it's really sweet. I think it's, it's, I thought I love, I like when the show does artsy stuff, like makes things in slow mo or like the Kevin whole, his whole addiction episode where it was like flash forward, flash back, you know, things like that. Like, I'm just like a big fan. Yeah. But like, basically what I got from that is like, Randall is like king of the nerds. Like 
He is gay. He like, you know how, like, it's a trope that like, there's even like popular kids in the nerd group. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that's Randall. That's him. Mm-hmm. So cute. It is really cute. Um. Then we see Kevin and Randall and Toby with Toby's other guys at this bachelorette party. I know. Yes, I love yeah. this story about. <laughs> party where he's like kevin's like yeah randall convinced two of them to go back to school yeah and randall's like yeah well you dated one for a year yeah this was this was funny to me like i and i think like this is what toby wants like toby wants like in on this like brotherly love that they have yes it's really nice i thought it was cute yeah and i feel like toby toby is the kind of person that you know in real life that fits in with anybody anywhere yeah you know, like, yeah, I agree. Like fun to be around, easy to be around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we see that Deja called Randall. Yes. Um, Randall has been waiting for for weeks. Yeah. And Kevin sees his co-star across the room and he's like, I'm going to go say hi. Yes. Um, and we find out that Kevin's co-star has been cut from the movie. Right. that Kevin was just in and she right. said you know they decided to go in a different direction with the film like a lot of people were cut and Kevin's like oh my gosh like nobody told me like right. my whole thing about this because later he calls Ron and is just like ranting at Ron Howard which by the way Dan Fogelman and Ron Howard must be like BFFs or Ron Howard was just like this rating is so good I'll do it but yeah um I think it's odd that Kevin immediately jumps to the conclusion. And I know that half his scenes were with this woman. I do think it's a little bit weird that Kevin jumps to the conclusion that his scenes were cut. Yeah. When he didn't get like a personal note or anything from Ron, like, because if Ron sent that woman a personal note, surely he would send. He would have sent everybody. He would have sent everybody who was like. So I'm just like, why are you jumping into this conclusion? I also like what they do here with Kevin's addiction, which is very, very similar to what they do with Rebecca at the funeral. Sorry, guys, my pen just flew out of my hand. (laughs) I was wondering if you were going to address it or if you were just going to say, whoa. (laughs) No, my pen fell out of my hand. So I feel like I like what they do with Kevin here with his addiction and like going into like this crisis of like this spiral of like thinking that he's cut out of the movie yeah. and his addiction, because it looks a lot similar to what happens to Rebecca at the funeral where yeah. everything's like blocked out and it sounds like you're underwater and yeah. stuff. It's just like, it's a very interesting way to approach really serious things like that where yeah. you're like kind of isolated yeah. in that feeling. And then Toby's nerd friend stewer bill kevin's not really sure (laughs) um comes over and he's like hey you come back and kevin's like no tell toby i'm not feeling well go have fun bill or stew looks like a great value version of rupaul (laughs) (laughs) that's like the best description i've ever heard about he does he does a little bit yeah like the hallmark version of rupaul (laughs) (laughs) i agree with that yes Oh, so good. Um, and then Randall calls Deja back mm-hmm. and Deja's like, Hey, I just wanted to tell you about this guy on TV, Bill Nye, Bill Nye. And you love so much. I love- Randall and I have that in common because I love Bill <laughs> Nye. <laughs> I'm a huge nerd. Um, and we see like 
after it kind of zooms out, like he's trying to talk to her and she's not like responding and being kind of like weird and like kind of like dodgy about things. And she's actually like outside somewhere. So we kind of don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, and Randall, I think like he says to Beth later, like he he has a hunch. His paternal yeah. instincts are going. I loved him. that actually, that he said that, like yeah. about this whole situation. Because I do think parents have this like weird sixth sense sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um they both so, leave. So poor Toby is by himself with his smartest friends. Yeah. And then we are at the Magic Mike live. <laughs> and we see Beth get pulled onto stage, oh, which is so like good. so funny. I love this. Okay. Beth was like so all about it. It's just great. See, I feel like Beth would be so much fun because she I think would be. the thing is she's like one of those people that's like so secure with like who they are. Yes. That she's, she's just, just like, like gonna have fun. Like just absolutely. goes for it, you know. I love her. I think she's great. She'd be a good friend. Yeah. yeah. And then we see in the back little Randall walk into Magic Mike Live. <laughs> Can you imagine? I kept thinking, what would happen if Nick did this? And I think it would look very similar to what yeah. I yeah, I agree with that. And my Nick or yours, yes. Yeah, either one. <laughs> and then while all this is happening, like Kevin, we see Kevin doing push-ups in yep. his room. Um, just to like kind of avoid the alcohol because he feels like a little bit we assume he feels out of control yeah yeah um and then we also get like a little glimpse of like toby and the bouncer won't let them into like whatever club that yeah. they're trying to go to i felt so bad it's like sad though because i feel like sneakers with a suit now is like a fit it's yeah it's fine. like it's like a huge like it's like very much like a stylish thing to do yeah you also know that if kevin had stayed with them they would have gone in. Gone in. Yeah, it's yeah. so sad. And possibly if Randall had stayed with them, they could have gotten into because I feel like Randall could have smooth talked the bouncer. Let me tell you in. something about Randall that just popped in my head. Uh, my mother in law was here yesterday as we were watching NASCAR. Not by choice for me, guys. Just so we're clear. <laughs> um, and she's like, "We're talking about this last," and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is the episode we're on for the podcast." And she was like. I just have to say, Randall is such a fine man. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> it just made me laugh so hard. I love I was her. Like, you're absolutely right. <laughs> he is so fine. I love her. I know, me too. She goes, I didn't realize he didn't have glasses in real life. I was like, I say this all the time. <laughs> like, like, she goes, I don't like his little, his little circle glasses though. Just those thick frames. <laughs> I was like, you're preaching to the choir, sister. I gotcha. But I just had to tell you that because I thought it was great. That's great. Um, so then we see the Beth and Randall fight. Yeah, not good. It is not good. No. Um, basically, to sum it up, I would say Beth is mad at Randall because he can't stop thinking about Deja. Right. And he showed up to his sister's bachelorette party to pull yes. Beth away because right. he's worried because he has a hunch. Right. Which, what is he going to do right now anyway? exactly they're across the country so right. like so my whole thing i just want i love beth beth pulls no punches with randall and i appreciate that about her because as an adult 
think I might've said this like a week or two ago as an adult with really bad anxiety. I hate when other adults who have anxiety project that on you, which Mm -hmm. is exactly what Randall is doing. Because I still think like, just because you're triggered by something and you are anxious about it, you're still responsible for how you are reacting to that situation. And I hate, there's nothing more as like an adult who has anxiety that I hate than when other adults with anxiety push that on you and are like making you anxious because they're anxious and they can't stand it by themselves. Yeah. And I, that's why I hate this scene because I think Randall does that a lot. And it's like, doesn't take responsibility for like handling like the triggers and like working it out on his own. I'm not saying you have to do everything alone, but like projecting it is different than like talking it out with somebody. Yeah. And I love when Beth says, Hey, it's not always a party with you husband. Yeah. I'm like, good. Good for you. Yeah. Um, and then he calls her heartless, which I think is so bizarre. I know. Yeah. I think, like I said, though, like, I think sometimes he says things without, he does it to Kevin a lot. I feel like we see it less. And I mean, Kevin does the same thing to him. Right. But I feel like they both kind of just react. Yeah. And they don't think about like, how is this going to affect who I'm talking to? Which is super weird because I don't feel like either of their parents did that completely. There's instances. I was going to say when they're fighting, like yeah. we've talked about that one really nasty scene where Rebecca yeah. about his dad. Awful. Yes. Yeah. About his She's dad. Awful. She does that a little bit to be honest yeah. with you. I think it's like, it's so crazy. Cause I think these two do it way more than she does that we see. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I also know that Kate is a peacemaker, but I think Beth had every right to tell her where to shove it because yeah. like, it's not her business why they're fighting. Yeah. I also don't even like the fact that Kate tries to get involved. And what she says to Beth is like super nasty, nasty also. It is nasty. It is nasty. About I, but I think now that I'm thinking about it, I know Kate's a peacemaker, but Kate has lashed out at Toby several times without thinking about it. Yep. But yeah, I think that scene with like I don't like that Kate like tried to get involved. It's just like ugh, yeah, me. I agree. Um, and this is when she says to Beth, um, we all know who, who Randall chose. Like he, he chose you over us, like our family, but your wife, your partner should be the person that you choose. That's the, that's what I think. That's how I feel too. So I feel like that's a big red flag for Toby, honestly, like, yeah, I mean, but this, but this plays out throughout their relationship. Absolutely. No, I know. I know. They're even, we're like, when we're in like season six, I distinctly remember texting you being like, why is this still happening? Yes. And Toby's aware of it. Yeah. And Toby has already said about it several times. Like when Kevin came with them for like a freaking dinner. Yeah. Or like, you know, and Toby does put Kate first. I know Toby, it seems like Toby doesn't like have a lot of people. Yeah. But like even when Rebecca tried to get Toby to be on her side that one time when Kate was singing, Toby was like, no, because I love Kate. Yeah, I agree. So I just, yeah. this I think common, this is a commonality through yeah. season. Yeah. I just feel like, I think you're right though. Like, I think when you're married to somebody like that person is like number one above all else. And like, even, and again, like 
everybody's raised differently but even like my parents like say that they put each other before my brother and I (laughs) because they look at they look at it like the best way for my cohesive yes a cohesive life yeah yeah absolutely my parents is like we're a team like Mm -hmm. um I'm totally fine with that yeah um so then after that, we're back to the little Pearsons putting yeah. dinner on for their parents. And Kevin says, oh, no, dad forgot to turn on the oven. Oh, it's so good. It's and so Jack's, Jack's like, sorry, I had to wash my hands. <laughs> I was cutting onions. <laughs> it's just so cute. Baby Kevin is so cute in this episode. I can't, like yeah. the other two are also cute, but Kevin like specifically is adorable, I I like, agree. which I never say. So he must've been so cute, but yeah. I love it. And then Kevin starts freaking crying. Is that when Kevin starts crying? Yes. He's like afraid crying. that they're going to get divorced. I know. And I love his crying is really good, by the way, this little actor, great crying. And then Rebecca and Jack are like, no, we're not. And then Kevin's like, oh, okay. yeah (laughs) I almost like I almost like wondered like did Kevin have his little meltdown so that they could distract them a little yeah right you know that's kind of how it felt right it did feel that way it played that way a little bit but I'm like I don't know I feel like some of it was genuine fear because I do feel like at the beginning of the episode he is like a little bit freaked out that they're not doing anything yeah I'm sure it was like maybe like I would say it's like a mix maybe like those acting skills were there like when he was real young yeah. <laughs> yeah true um, um and then kevin's like okay guys let's go to bed <laughs> bye. Bye. and they're so like cute. this is weird <laughs> it's so cute and then we see kate adult kate she's at the slots i just have to say i think this scene is so sweet yeah i liked the scene too cosmos and she's like how'd you know where to find me and he goes because you're the only person that still orders cosmos in this time right in 2018 Carrie Bradshaw is iconic which I agree and timeless I love sex in the city um and well so does so does Kate and Randall Randall. (laughs) um but I love that she's like I hope you and Beth are okay and he's like it's fine we have a blowout like this at least every couple years (laughs) which is so funny because more like every couple weeks it feels like right now I just think that's like a funny thing to say because I feel like as a married person, like sometimes like Nick and I like pick at each other, but like every once in a while, there's a huge explosion and I'm like, it's fine. Like, (laughs) it'll be okay. You'll figure it out. Yeah, it'll be fine. But she just, I just think this whole speech that she gives him about her being like, yeah, everybody thinks it's Kate and Kevin, but after dad died, it was Kate and Randall eating Hot Pockets, like watching Sex in the City while mom was like, basically like not able to function right yeah and I just like I just thought this was very sweet yeah and then he was like I didn't even like sex in the city and she's like what do you mean and he goes I was a straight black teenage boy do you think that I wanted to watch sex in the city right exactly and she calls him a Miranda but I don't agree with that (laughs) I think he's a Charlotte (laughs) right I can't, I've never watched Sex in the City, so I can't. What? I know. Stage. What do you mean? I've never seen it. I was oh, so you little. would love it. You would love it, though. Okay. I'll you have to watch it. There is stuff, like, I just want to say, 
I just want to tell everybody on this podcast, I know there's stuff in there that hasn't aged well, much like Gilmore Girls. One of the things being that everybody in the show is white. Um, but like, and there's some stuff just about like um, sexual orientations that's like pretty outdated and pretty offensive now, as with any show. That's yeah, from, same with Gilmore Girls. So. Yeah, right. From like 98 to 2003 or four. But I really think it's worth watching. It's so good. Do you have yeah. HBO Max? I do, yeah. Okay, it's on there. Of course don't, I do. Don't watch it. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Don't, but don't watch and just like that after you're done with it because it's like, it's in line with the Gilmore Girls revival. It's some of the worst TV I've ever watched in my life. I've actually heard that more than once now. It's, it's awful. awful. I think the problem is with some of it is like they heard the criticisms about the show being too white and too close-minded where they went like this whole other way where it's like everything every it's like they stepped out of 2003 into 2021 and are like oh my god is that offensive oh my god is this offensive like literally every five seconds that's what they say okay and I'm like I can't watch this I also I mean like obviously it was a big commercial and everything but I think that they did Peloton dirty oh they did so they did but rude and I'm a big I'm a Peloton stand if you didn't know I don't have one but I love their workouts <laughs> I know I would love I would love a Peloton but I do their like little like Peloton armor. if you're listening could you send me a Peloton oh my god I would <laughs> I would die I would lose my mind I would also lose my mind I, <laughs> I would rather get a Peloton than a Ford car me too <laughs> <laughs> sorry Ford but move over Oh my God. Actually, that's not true. If I could be sent a Ford Bronco, not the Mini, that would take place of the Peloton. But if I can't have a Ford Bronco, that's not the Mini where the doors come off, then I want the Peloton. And okay, the Ford okay. has to be fully loaded. Thank you. Um, <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> please sponsor us. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, you should watch Sex in the City. It's good. Okay. Anyway, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, so then... We are, I think we're back with Rebecca and Jack after um, this little moment with Kate and Randall. I think I have that Randall and Kevin show up at Toby's door first. Oh, yes. It's like yes. very because, brief. Yes. And they're just like, sorry, sorry. Yeah. At the end, at the end of that heart to heart, you're correct. Cause that's when Kate says, no, like those aren't really Toby's like friends. <laughs> like they were like the last picks. You yeah. guys were the first. And know? Randall's like, oh no. And I love when Toby's just standing there and he's like, no, it's fine. It's pretty yeah. okay. And then they're like, well, do you want to go for a walk? And he's like, I'll grab my jacket. Yeah. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. That was really that was cute. sweet. Yeah. Now we're back with, um, Rebecca and Jack yep. and, they find this little light trail and paper yeah. trail that their kids left to the roof. Yeah. The Very uh, window. Yeah. There's a meteor shower happening. Yeah. That was sweet. And, and they're both like, let's never do this again. Yeah. Which I agree. Yeah. No, why would you change what works for you? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fun to celebrate too. Like, it is. you know, like, I think a lot of people have like this negative connotation behind like Valentine's Day and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, if I it makes you love happy, it. why I'm not? not lie. Yeah. I love anything. Like, I don't know. I think and I don't think it has to be about like consumerism. I think it has to be about gifts. Like, if to me, like gift giving is like 
I do it with my soul. It's not just giving someone junk. Like I genuinely love picking out gifts for people because I think it's like, here, I love you. And I thought of you when I saw this. Exactly. Yeah. I I know everybody doesn't approach it like that, but that's how I do. Like consumerism aside, right? Right. I think it's really nice to tell people how you feel and give them a gift if you want to. I agree. Um, so then we see Beth and Kate. Yes. And this too. I do too. Um, Kate said that she's always been on the defensive around Rebecca because strong women like make her nervous. I'm really glad Kate said this out loud. Actually. Me too. I think it was probably like pretty healing for her to like, what, be I honest. wrote that down. Yeah. I was like, what a breakthrough for her to be like, yeah. Hey, strong women freak me out. But I think it's so weird. Cause I feel like Kate does not give herself enough credit. Yeah. I, I do think Kate's a strong person. I just think it took her a long time to get there. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, and then this is where like Beth is like pretty honest. And I, she was kind of like, you know, like your brother is a lot as you know, and like, um, she just goes on and she's like basically saying like she kind of has to be strong because right. Randall is a lot. <laughs> he is a lot. Like um, not in like an awful way. No, but, but I like, think it's okay to say that. And I think the people you can say that to are the people who grew up with somebody. Yeah, that understands you know? it. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and I think like this was just a really sweet interaction between it was. The two and I just thought it was like adorable when, and Beth is so flabbergasted that Kate feels this way about her and is like intimidated by her. Cause Beth's like, I'm not perfect. Basically yeah. look at all this freaking candy that's on my bed. She yeah. ate so much candy. I was like, how are you not vomiting? Like it was so cute, but yeah. That was me. I you can eat. I love oh, candy too. Fruity tooties. Oh my God. You know what Fruity I'm talking about? These are so good. I get like the, like the, this is embarrassing, like the seven pound bags and I'll eat like the whole thing in like a couple weeks. I don't blame you. And then I love collecting the wrappers. Like me too. I start like, me too. I like flatten them out. See how flat I can get. (laughs) I do the same thing. Somebody who's a therapist is watching this psychological exit and it's like, may I recommend a therapist? (laughs) So good. Oh, the watermelon ones. Oh my God. The little seeds on the wrapper. Yes. I like the fruit punch ones too. Mm. Or the blue. The blue are so good. Blue flavor. I also like the Tootsie Roll brand. They're kind of chunkier, but they're like big, but I don't like all of them. I only like the vanilla ones in the blue. I like the vanilla ones. Mm. And I like obviously OG Tootsie Rolls. Absolutely. I love those like Lincoln Log Tootsie Rolls that kind of look like a turd. (laughs) Like Like the big log ones. ones. Yeah. Like dog poop tootsie rolls are so good <laughs> they're like even like the like the fat ones too are like even yes. like sectioned off a little bit like they're like I, I just want to be like why the hell are you sectioning this I'm not sharing it with anyone <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like yeah. anything like gummy like that it's so good Ooh, me too I'm a big fan welcome to the tootsie roll podcast tootsie roll if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> Diet Coke, Tizzy Rolls, Ford, Peloton. <laughs> oh, goodness. oh my God. This is falling apart, guys. <laughs> Sorry. It's not, it's not falling apart. We're just we're just trying to get we're out here trying to get sponsors. Okay? We are. Yeah. It would be great. Las Vegas, sponsor us. 
Yes, Las Vegas. <laughs> Las Vegas buffets, specifically, and the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> oh my God. HBO Max, sponsor me. <laughs> yeah, these uh, all these subscriptions are getting pretty hefty. Uh, it is true. Subscribe, um, subscribe to everything. I'm like paying as much as I would if I had cable. <laughs> me, too. If I don't. <laughs> me too. Anyway. okay so then we're on the vegas trip vegas strip not trip i mean we are on the vegas trip but we're on the vegas trip jesus mary and joseph save souls Um, we're on the vegas strip and toby's talking about his brother a little bit and he's like i have a brother i was 10 when he was born and he's like and then but then it gets really sad he's like i adored him and by the time he was six and i was 16 i was so dorky he was like i don't want to play with you anymore i was like that's the most depressing thing i've ever heard in my life it's so sad that is so sad um and then toby's like giving the pearson brothers like some nice talks and he talks about kevin costner and how he was um edited out of the big chill and then he got a big break later and He's like, you need to call Ron Howard and tell him. What did you say? I love Kevin Costner. I do too. I do too. You're saying that because you love Yellowstone. Love it. I've never. Has your mom watched the new season yet? Ah, yes, I think so. If you'd like to call her up, I'll give you her number. I've got somebody. See, okay. Here's the problem, though: is you would absolutely hate the first. I was like rewatching Yellowstone, and you would hate the first five minutes. So if you watch it, you have to skip. Why would I hate it? Because there's an animal that's hurt. Oh God, I don't want to know anything about that. Yeah, I know. That's why I said you have to. It's like not relevant either to like. I use the uh, website. Does the dog die more than anybody should? It's not a dog or a cat. Yeah, I don't care. It's a horse. He has to put no. He has to put the horse down. That's worse. Why are you telling me? Stop saying it so that so that it's like trigger warning so that you just skip it so that you still. No kidding. Would love for you to watch it. Good lord, I can't. I know. I'll be sad the whole time. Probably yeah. It just seems like one of those shows where I'd hate everyone. Everyone's a bad person. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, is a bad I person. hate stuff like that. Yeah, I know. It's just good though. I just like. I believe you. I, I want friends to talk about it. If it wasn't good, my mom wouldn't have let my dog out at eleven and still been here at six thirty when I got home from work. <laughs> I need to, yeah, I need to talk to Shelly because I have no friends that will. Shelly would love, I'm sure Shelly would love to talk to you about it. Great. Great. I'll give you her number. Um, She would, she would love it. Um, So back to Kevin Costner. (laughs) Love him. (laughs) Love him. Kevin Costner, sponsor. Kevin Costner, come on the show, please. Um, But Toby talks to Kevin just about Kevin Costner. And then he's like, you need to call up Ron Howard right now from your fancy phone and tell him he made a pretty woman style mistake. Yeah. There's nothing more than I want to, I want to do nothing more than do that to somebody sometime. The pretty woman mistake. Yeah. So good. True. So good. And then he, go ahead. um, Also gives Randall advice about Deja. And tries to call him Randy. (laughs) And he tries to call him Randy. That was pretty funny. Uh, um but he basically concludes by saying like i'm excited to have two new bros i know i think that's so nice i also i think what he said to both of them is like really 
profound, right? For them. But I think what he said to Randall is just like lovely, especially with Randall's anxiety when he's like, if Randall Pearson feels it basically feels inadequate or made a mistake, then the whole rest of the world needs to collectively jump in front of a train. Yeah. And I think that's like a great way to make Randall feel better because he's so hard on himself. I mean, Kevin's hard on himself, but in a different way. Yeah. Like Randall's like so internally hard on himself. Yeah. I also, I kind of loved, so at this point, like Kevin, I think says, are you going to treat our sister well? And he says, of course. And they're like, okay, welcome to the family, bro. But like, this is what I would have liked to have happened is I would have liked for that to have been less than like an empty. I know. To be honest with you, because I feel like it was a little empty. Right. And to be honest, I loved the Kate and Beth stuff, but I feel like they could have made more of a friendship out of that. I agree with you. And they don't. Right. No, I get it. I get it. I I feel like their relationship though, you see it blossom. Like, so is stuff happening behind the scenes that we don't see as like non-Pearsons? Because there's a lot of stuff in season six where I feel like Beth is helping her um, yeah. there's like a specific moment that I'm thinking of in season six, but like, I just think like it is a little bit better. We'll have to watch. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree. This could have been like a really good opportunity to like really get into it. And then like, it's not. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. And then we see Rebecca and Jack and they're laying on the roof. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to lay on my roof, but I was always afraid that I was going to slide off. Really? Yeah, I had, we had um, like a roof like on our the first story of our house yeah and my mom used to back when it was like less skin cancer suntan she used to suntan on the roof this yeah this is the story of all moms I'm pretty sure I feel like every mom has a story where she's laying on the roof covered in mayonnaise like uh, I don't think it was mayonnaise but yeah and she would talk on the phone for hours yes like, who? I don't know I don't know either like who wants to talk on the phone not me like, I think it was like a stay-at-home mom thing that like they would all just call each other. Yeah. Because they had to talk no to grown-ups somehow. I don't like people that much to talk to a bunch of stay-at-home yeah. moms. Which- well, I think that they were just like I think my mom was like sick of talking to kids. So yeah. adult interaction was good. Yeah. But Jack does say something on this roof. Do you love it? Did you write it down? I didn't write it down. Okay. So here's the thing is I thought it was sweet, but I didn't like, it wasn't as big to me as like some of the other. I get it. He, and just for reference, everybody, he said, I don't need anniversaries to see you, which I think is beautiful. I think it's not as significant. I think it would have been more significant if something was like wrong and they were like mad at each other or she's like underappreciated and invisible at this point in time. But that's like really not how she feels in this moment. So it's kind of like a throwaway. Yeah. I thought it was just like another instance of him being sweet. Not even like what he repeated from Randall about the meteor showers. Like I thought that was like, yeah, it was like another like sweet moment. Yeah, it's sweet. You know, like they're yeah. always there. We do, we just can't see them. But like, I don't know. It wasn't like, it wasn't my favorite Jack Pearson romance. Right. I do want to say the song playing, I like. It's Sedona. I do too. Yeah, yeah, it's Sedona by Hound Mouth. Yep. Also, Shazam, if you're listening, you should sponsor us because I use you a lot just to make sure I get the title right. <laughs> yeah. There, I gotcha. Um, I but I do love when Jack and little Kevin are having this moment in the car 
I literally paused and rewinded 5 million times so I could get the <laughs> quote exactly right in my notes of what Jack says. Um, but as like this whole quote, which Jack says, um, you know, doing things for people is not about actually the thing you do. And it's not about what you say. It's about intent. It's about telling the person you care about. I see you. I hear you. I know exactly what you need um, right now. And I'm showing how important that is to me. Yeah. And then, then little Kevin responds, it never hurts to have a couple of big ass hens. Yeah. That was cute. <laughs> it was so cute. But over that, like yeah. we're seeing like, Toby and Randall and Kevin, like, and they're like, look, it's CD Vegas. This is exactly what you wanted. And here we are. And then we see Beth pick up this like candy box, which I originally, I almost just like passed on it because I didn't read the note. And then when I was rewinding to get that whole quote that Jack was saying, I missed I this. So I don't know what you're talking about. So she is, so she goes to come back into her hotel and there's like a box of candies with like a note on it. Uh, I just thought it was from Randall. It's not, it's from Kate. Kate. And it says, you're all love or you're all heart, Beth Pearson. Don't worry. I won't tell anybody your favorite sister-in-law. Oh, and sweet. I thought that was really cute. Like yeah. that's kind of friendshipy. Like, yeah. ooh, I don't know why that got me. That almost made me cry, but I was like, whoo, I don't know what that was. <laughs> like, um, I just think that's really sweet, but yeah, it was that is Kate, sweet. which I never noticed. I just assumed it was from Randall, I guess. I don't know why. Right. No, that was sweet. I know. Um, and then Kevin calls Ron and immediately starts chewing him out without thinking, hmm, I didn't get a note, so I must not be cut out of this movie. And Ron's like, hey, I really liked you and Sly's work. Obviously, you're not cut out. Just the romance was because it couldn't support it. Yeah. And you should buy a tux is what Ron said. I loved that. Yeah. Me too. It's just what Kevin needed. Yeah, a little win for Kevin there. I know. And then is that also where we see Kevin and his little housekeeper? And she's, well, we don't see Kevin. We just see the little housekeeper. Housekeeper. I know. And she looks like so impressed. She was impressed. I love it. I also love at the beginning when he's like, do you know who I am? And she's like, yes, you ran over your daughter with a car. I totally (laughs) forgot about that until just now, but that's funny. And he says, maybe you shouldn't believe everything you read. (laughs) (laughs) I do. See, that's why I think Kevin was being like a little bit condescending in that part. And then he's like very humbled by her being like, you were drunk and now you're in rehab. And also you ran over your daughter with a car. (laughs) Like, like, so good. Oh, God. Yeah. And then we're with Beth and Randall um in the in like an uber car or something yeah. like that and beth says that she married randall for his heart yeah which it's i thought really was sweet. sweet yeah i know and she goes i love that heart and i yeah. married you for your heart and your ass but mostly your heart yeah it <laughs> was funny um and then she says it's my turn to use my heart and she tells the driver to take a turn yeah um, and then we see them in front of Shauna's apartment and yeah. they knock on the door. Nobody answers. And then like this neighbor person, we can assume yeah. um, is like- walking b- by and says, oh, are you looking for Shauna? She doesn't live here anymore. And then I think this is they say like something about like it's time to um, move forward. But then they're like outside and they see Deja in a car asleep. Yeah. 
Beth's knocking on the window and the way Deja looks at her and the way Beth looks at her is just like, I know Ugh, it's beautiful. Yep. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. And they also, Shauna's in the front seat too. And yeah. they're up too, but yep. And then you see their little faces like peering into the car. Yep. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would also be very humbling to see. I mean, I yeah. think Pearson's, I think Beth and Randall have seen this like firsthand now with being with Deja, but like, I think it would be weird to see the kid that you love so much, like in a car. I don't know. Humbling. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so did you cry at all this episode? I did cry. Cry twice. You did? I what did. was there to cry about? I didn't even know. Oh, Randall and Deja at the beginning. Okay. And Randall and Kate at that machine. I just got really emotional at the slots. Like, I just thought it was so sweet when they were like, like, because you never see them have a heart to heart. Like, yes, she's yeah. nice to him. But like, I don't know. I just thought that was very sweet. And it got me right in the feels. Anything with siblings that's really sweet, I get emotional about. Because I love my siblings so much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow, I didn't expect any tears, though. I don't know. Here I cried, I cried about freaking Weird Al last time, but nope, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> you did cry about Weird Al. When Magic Mike came on the screen. <laughs> I didn't. But you, anything? Nope. Oh. Yeah. How about your favorite and your least favorite? Um, if I had to pick my least favorite, it's definitely that dance at the bowling alley. It was just so cringe for me. I don't know. Mm. I know it's so tiny, but I was like, because I didn't really hate anything else, honestly, in this episode, because it is pretty fillery, but like, it's like fun filler yeah. for the most part. No one was acting awful. Um, and then my favorite would be Randall and Kate at the, um, slot machines. I just really yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? My least. So my least favorite was Kate nastiness, Kate's nastiness towards Beth. Yeah, that was gross. I didn't like, I think that Kate has like a misconstrued idea of like what a marriage is. I guess. Yeah, but look at her parents' marriage though. I know. I don't know why she feels this way. I'm just right. saying, I think she does like have like this mis misconstrued idea I guess right. I, don't know I agree with you it. wholeheartedly um but my favorite moment was their makeup was the Kate and Beth making up like I felt like that was like sweet and like I feel like for a show that's like pretty with the times yeah I feel like we don't get a lot of like strong like female friendships and characters yeah. and moments like if and I guess like the show is about like a family and like I guess but, like I do like two like, brothers but but think of all the moments with females like let's let's talk about this for a second like when Kevin's dating Olivia Kate is nasty to Olivia there's a lot of girl on girl like cattiness Kate's yeah. nasty to Madison Kate and Rebecca aren't very nice to each other most of the time um Shelly disappears pretty quickly. There's that weird woman in that works with Miguel and Jack, who's a weirdo. Like there's yeah. not a lot of like, like Beth, the reason I like Beth so much is she's a strong woman. She's also likable because I think yeah. Rebecca is strong. Rebecca is not always likable. Right. I think you know Rebecca I mean? is more likable 
in her older age. To yeah. Be I, yes. I like, I, young, I feel like young Rebecca and like, we get a lot of that like later on, like yes. we have gotten a little yeah. bit right now, but it's one been of, pretty negative yes. so far with like the William stuff. Yeah, I agree. And one of my favorite episodes, it should be coming. Well, probably not soon, soon, but Kate and Rebecca go to that spa. I don't know if oh, you know yeah. this, yep. but I love their interactions at the spa. Yeah. It's so good. Like, um, but yeah, there's like no, yeah, for it being like having a lot of females. Sophie is lovely. That's another person that's like quietly strong. I like Sophie because she's not like, I don't want to say alpha female because I think that's like a little bit weird, but like Sophie is a quiet strong. Yeah. What's the what's it called? Like the test that they say to see if it's like there's enough women interactions. Um, Bechtel. Yeah, I don't think it would pass. I don't think this passes. No, I agree with you. And I, I know for like an ensemble cast, like I get that, like, but we don't see a lot of like, like, I feel like the only female friendship we get is really Madison and Kate. Yeah. Like we get for male friendships, we get like. um, A lot of male friendships. Yeah. We've got Miguel and Jack. We've got, um. Even like I would say Randall and Kevin, like I know that's like brother, but like yeah. still, I don't know. I just feel like there's just not a lot of female things. And like you said, like the the interactions seem to be pretty negative. So right. Bechtel test. It has to have at least two women, two named women in it mm-hmm. who talk to each other. Okay. About something besides men, which I do think the show does not focus on that. A ton, a ton. Yeah. Like, I think there are conversations that happen that aren't about men. You know what I mean? Maybe, but I'm like thinking about like a lot of conversations with like Kate and Rebecca are like tend to be a little Jack focused. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, I was, I guess my talking about men for me meant like romantically. I get that too, but I feel like in a very like patriarchal dominant world, like I think all conversations about men, like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I, yeah, I I agree. That's why I liked the, the Kate and Rebecca storyline so much, I think is just because like, we don't get a lot of that type of stuff. And like I said, like, I wish that these like bonds that Kate and Rebecca and that Toby and Kevin and Randall kind of formed over this weekend. Like I wish that they had like stuck and like, yeah, I agree with you. So funny. I just typed in, this is us Bechtel test just to see what happened. And the first article that came up was the problem with this is us is that everything is from a man's perspective. Yeah. I was like, that's fair. Yeah. That's yeah, I like I would give it some slack because it is like a an ensemble cast, but I, I do I do think like pointing out some of these flaws with like I'd say the two main characters that are women in the show, right. I would say Kate and Rebecca. Yeah. Like they do have like a lot of flaws. Yeah, they and do. I'm not saying Randall Both. and Kevin and Jack don't. Yeah, but like the problem is like Randall, Jack, and Kevin have them. The flaws don't make me hate them sometimes. Yeah, they're you know more. I mean? They're more. I think f- more forgivable flaws yes. and expenses, yeah. and also like 
they're less dominant. Yeah, I agree with you. So no, you're right. I was thinking about like other shows. Like I feel like Gilmore Girls passes the Bechdel test with flying colors because it's women's Rory, perspective. I was gonna say Rory and Lorelai talk about I mean they talk Everything. about boys a lot, but they talk yeah. about a lot of things a lot. Yeah. But I mean, even if you don't go with Rory and Lorelai, there's a whole laundry list yeah. of women in that show. That's true. Rory and Paris, they talk about Rory and, like, I mean Paris is the perfect example of passing the Bechdel test mm-hmm. with flying colors. Yeah. Um I think about New Girl. Yeah, there's a lot of men, but like Cece and Jess have like a really good friendship that is not like men focused. Yeah. There's a whole episode where they like argue over a purse. <laughs> like, and that makes me just like that entire episode would be like a pass. You know what yeah, I mean? It's so good. So, I mean, I think there are shows like that. I do think I, this, this one's hard. I think this one's such a weird, like, yeah, kind of like but an enigma of, because, yeah. because it is like a crazy ensemble cast and an ensemble cast where everybody is kind of still a main character. Right. Yeah. And then like, also it's a family. So it's like a little bit different. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think about like Gilmore girls and new girl though. The writers of those show, those shows, both women. Yeah. yeah, It's true. So the creators of other stuff, I'll have to think of other ones. That's so yeah. interesting. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Um, what so, about pop culture picks? Yeah. So my pop culture pick, this is like a weird one kind of, but I don't care. Um, I follow this shop and this woman on TikTok. She's an artist, um, okay. but she draws like famous, like she does like couture drawings of like oh, famous cool. dresses, or sometimes she'll just be like, oh, I'm going to come out with a drawing of like all the Zodiac signs in like beautiful gowns. Okay. That's cool. I have become obsessed with her name is, I think it's Holly, but her page or her like Etsy shop is H as in Holly. And then N as in new girl, um, illustrations with an S H N illustrations, but sometimes she'll do like famous dresses, um, like famous dresses she's on tiktok too but she does like famous dresses so she did like rihanna at the super bowl beyonce she does dresses from movies so um like rose from titanic she just did recently the atonement dress um so all of these different things and then she'll just do like random ones but i'm obsessed i bought a ton of them a ton of her prints for christmas for people No, that's cool. That's a cool and I one. bought a ton of them for me because she does old Hollywood ones too, like Audrey Hepburn oh, cool. and like Marilyn Monroe, Grace Kelly ones. But she does beautiful. They're so beautiful, and she uses these Copic markers. Yeah, I'm uh, like I looked up her page as you were talking about it. Instagram. I could watch her for hours. She's like so cute, and she'll yeah. do like Halloween ones where she'll like dress up in the video while she's like drawing. But even like the sound of the markers. Yeah, she's great. Oh, that's cool. Like she's amazing. I and this Lizzo one is like, it's so really cool. Yeah. I have a mermaid one in my bathroom. I have a Halloween one. I have um, a Scorpio one. So she's just really great. Like I love her drawings, and they're like it's very reasonably priced. Yeah, cool shipping. That's very Free cool shipping too, guys. Because sometimes on Etsy, that's what prevents me from buying things. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's really cool. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm going to recommend, I made you watch it already. Um, Not Dead Yet. 
I was going to pick that. And then I was like, Sage will surely pick it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's with, it's starring Gina Rodriguez and Hannah Simone, two of my fave people ever speaking of new girl. And it follows, um, this journalist who I've only seen the first two episodes. The third one's out. The fourth one will be out this week. The third one was good. Just FYI. Have you watched it already? I yeah. did. Um, so the, you know, we, we don't have too much yet. Cause it's still, a, I think a growing show. Um, right. but so far, like it follows, um, Nell is her name. Yes. No. And she is basically, she broke up with her boyfriend right? and she's back at the paper that she used to work at. And they assigned her to writing obituaries. Right. Um, but every time she sees or she gets an obituary, she starts seeing the person that she's writing it for. And like, they're kind of like helping her through life. It's, it's really like a, it's a cute show. It's like very like lighthearted and sweet, yeah. but I think it's like, I don't know. Oh, I like it. So yeah, I like it so far. That would pa- ta- pa- uh, pass the Bechtel test. <laughs> yeah, it would pass the Bechtel what? test. So yeah, I like it. It's a good show so far. I like it uh, too. The cast is good. I like the... Uh, the aspect of like her and her her friend cricket <laughs> yeah. I love the name cricket yeah I just like the fact that like um cricket's like an older woman so kind of yeah. like guiding her in that way you know There's and a I lot did of diversity on that show actually I'm like there is a rest with it yep so yeah it's a good show check it out yeah. it's new on ABC so big fan and I think Gina Rodriguez plays different characters very well. I said that to you, but I, I she's like in a lot of stuff that no, I, I love her. She's so cute. Yeah. I just want to squish her face. Yeah. She's also in this movie. It's been out a few years now on Netflix, but it's called, um, somebody, some, what is it? Some, someone, per, someone, something great, something great, something great. I didn't like that movie. Really? I no. did like it. I hated it. Wow. <laughs> I wanted to like it. Yeah. I could never rewatch it because, because I think I it's love, like, yeah, I love Jane the Virgin though. Like I like, yeah. I love, I, her love that. I think that's a great movie or show, but I just, that's another pop culture pick for you. If you like Gina Rodriguez in this new show, watch Jane, Jane the Virgin. Virgin. Yeah. Even my grandma likes Jane the Virgin. So it's so funny. It is funny. Yeah. I think it's funny too. Like the, the religious aspect of it is really funny. If you grew up in like a religious household like that always cracks me up when people like poke fun at that yeah so it was good, good stuff. yeah good stuff yeah those were happy not depressing I know I feel like you and I've been like and we're sad like yeah <laughs> yeah so funny all right well look guys we have two episodes left yeah can't believe it can't believe it I know it's pretty wild but it's wild but yeah well great thanks for listening as always yeah questions comments ideas pop into our dms politely at this too much pod on instagram or write us at our gmail which is this too much pod at gmail.com yep thank you for listening we love you thanks for listening yes this was us this was us Bye. bye